evening, and it's good, so I'm going to tell you good evening. Good evening, everybody. How are you? This is Jeff and the lovely Joelle of Solid Canine Training with the What Would Jeff Do Show. Beautiful Friday night, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We do the show every Wednesday and Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we do a total of six podcasts a week. I do the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show every morning at 8 a.m., and then there's a nice Patreon Zoom that we do on Tuesday nights at 5. And then don't forget, Anflo's got a podcast Thursday nights at 5 o'clock. This podcast has been going on for 13 years, and it is a Q&A podcast. And if you're struggling with your dog, hold on one second. Angelo, can you do I can hear your, I can hear that. That's a bird yeah. outside. It's a bird outside. Oh, can you tell the bird to be quiet, please? Um, so what's interesting is in 13 years, um, hold on one second. Let me get Uhtred out here. Uhtred here. Good boy. Place. Good. Can you close this kettle, Angelo? Um, Utrid is a dog that just came in two days ago, and I told you by Friday night show that he would be doing a one-hour place, and I just remembered that, so I just called him out, and he's in place next to me. He did place for about five seconds when he when he first when he first came in, and now he's going to be doing it for an hour. He did it for over an hour this morning on my on my podcast. If you are part of our Instagram subscribers, I would highly encourage everybody to become a subscriber not just follower but a subscriber it's 4.99 a month and it's on the front page of our instagram page it says subscriptions and just click on it join you'll see so much behind the scenes i think joel put up oh at least 10 stories today we'll also be doing we do subscriber only q a's we do subscriber lives we do subscriber subscriber only posts it's 4.99 and it's all all geared to help you. We're getting more and more into the digital realm. We're putting more and more behind the paywall. Um, we're making it very affordable though, but we'll always still be doing tons of free stuff. So don't worry about it. The show is based um, on helping people. There's a lot of people that need help stopping unwanted behaviors. There's not enough resources out there, not enough people out there, not enough folks out there that will talk in a blunt way without sugarcoating it out there. Um, who are giving real answers honestly without worrying about any social media pushback. And I think that's the big thing. It's a combination of things. Either people don't know how to stop it or they do know how to stop it, but they won't admit it on live or even on a recording because they're worried about social media pushback. I'm not worried about social media pushback and I get a ton of it. I won't bend to the woke mob. I won't bend to the industry mob. I will always speak the truth. Some people might not like the way I deliver it, but the message is there and it is true and it works after 20 years and 10,000 dogs. I love helping people. I will keep helping people. And when, when we talk about some of these dangerous behaviors, so I did a consult with a wonderful couple who are above 60, I'll say, who originally trained with the Keeler method of dog training, who have always had bully breeds, and their dog has been into surgery three times for ingesting gloves, and they wanted it stopped. And obviously, I recommended a remote collar, and today we had a session, and I did... Um, I did exactly what um, I recommend live. They turned the, they turned their camera around, and I we actually did it live. It was pretty incredible. Um, so we do one on ones. If you're truly looking for helping with your dog, you're going to have to invest some money. This is the thing. You know, a lot of folks are getting dogs. You're paying for dog food. You're paying for toys. You're paying for a crate. You're paying for a bed. You're paying for daycare. If your dog needs vet care, you're paying for that. 
But when it comes to training people, which is probably more important than anything, um, people are either not even doing free research or paying for something that helps. The great thing about us is we have 50,000 posts, 5,000 videos, 10,000 hours of content, all for free to help you. We have a Q&A that you're on right now that could help you. So in a way, once you're down your journey of dog training, especially with us, there's no reason why you can't have a fantastic off-leash dog. I was working this dog off-leash right in our front yard um, today. And um, Utrid, if you don't know who he is, jump onto Instagram. He's there. He will be there every single uh, every single day. So ask your questions. And Joelle, let's jump right into it. Shay says, good evening, Jeff and Joelle. Hey, Shay. How are you? I knew a Shay back in the adult industry. Dan and Shay, wonderful couple. Next. Shay, did you play um, professional volleyball in college? Next. Isn't Dan and Shay a singing group too? Maybe. They definitely write music, but maybe not. Dan and Shay, Shay's father or grandfather, for all the people out there that know the Hitachi magic wand, are you familiar with that Hitachi? pop duo. Is this them? Are these the ones you know? No, no. (laughs) It's It's a wonderful couple and... Um, their fa- her father or grandfather is the originator of the Hitachi magic wand, importing it. And for all the females that know, it is a great masturbatory device. And that's who supplied it to the whole U.S. market. They had the corner on the market. So I met them 30-something years ago. Next. Lisa, do Patreon members get all the same stuff that's on the paid Instagram? No, not at all. It's a a different platform. The paid Instagram, um, like I said, you'll get those Tuesdays and Thursdays podcast. But what you get is you get a lot of uh, membership stories, which you you have to be a subscriber. There's no way to link it. There's no way for me to link it. There's a way for me to link it. It's just $4.99 a month. You don't have to do it. We still put up tons and tons of tons and tons of free content um, uh, on um, on uh, Instagram. But if you really want to see a lot of behind the scenes stuff, you know, we're 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 doing it. We're doing, we're designing online courses. But keep in mind, we're still putting up tons of free, tons of free things. Next. You notice the sun is not down yet? Yeah, I did. Days I, are getting I, longer. I, I see it right there, right through the front, the window. Fuzzy's pet grooming. Dude, your videos help me train my hyperactive poodle. Life-changing. I recommend everyone to you. Who's that? Fuzzy's pet grooming. So, uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm happy for you. I'm really, really excited for you. And isn't it the best feeling in the world to... to you get a dog and you're sort of hope, hopeless and you feel like, how am I going to get help? And you try different things and then you discover... Anybody, not just me, but you discover help. And um, and then all of a sudden you just go, holy shit, like I'm finally getting the dog that I wanted. And um, it's a great feeling. It's a wonderful feeling. So congratulations to you for doing all the hard work as well. Next. Debbie, hi to both of you this evening. Not sure if I missed what you were going to post on your new GST board and train. Thought you were going to post him Post on conditioning him to the e-collar. Um, I mean, we worked on the e-collar today on um, Instagram. As far as conditioning him, we just started working him. We just got the working level. We just started working him. So there's, there's. I don't know if I made a quite made a how-to, but we have how-tos on YouTube on that. On that next. Um. But also, Debbie, we're doing next month. It starts February mm. 6th, a month from today. I have not launched it yet, so you guys can't buy it yet. But we're doing a live five-day e-collar workshop mm. where you are actually going to watch us condition and train a brand-new dog on the remote collar. Yeah, our next morning train, we've got a brand-new dog coming in, and we will be doing specific live. It's live. Like we'll be, I'll be mic'd no up. No editing. No editing, live, mistakes and all. Joelle yelling at me with everything I do. Um, um, you'll, you'll, you'll hear, you'll hear it all. You'll hear it all. Next. 
Skylar, what's the best way to introduce two dogs? One of my dogs is being adopted, and they have a bulldog already. I want to make sure I do this proper. That, Shay, that's the hard part. I don't know Skylar, your not Shay. Skylar. Um, that's the hard part. I don't know the other people. I don't know their dog. I don't know your dog. The best way to introduce mm -hmm. them to is through migration, is by walking. Then again, you can just have two dogs meet. They be instantly make a, a love connection, and they just run around and play. You know, it happens all the time. In my circle, um, I don't see that really. Um, so I'm always not put on the safer side. Um, I'm always like, just go for a walk, just hang out, just see how they mesh. Um, the best way to meet a dog is sort of not to meet the dog. It's just sort of like do stuff. It's just to do stuff. Like our dogs, Utrid goes on walks with our dogs every day, but doesn't play with our dogs, but can exist around our dogs. Next. Ashley, TGIF, hope all is good. I'm slammed with puppies. It's kind of awesome from the other spectrum. LOL, have a great weekend. Yeah, it's a whole different world. Mm -hmm. Congratulations, Ashley. Yuzuka, hi, J&J. &J. Do you correct the tail wagging or when my dog gets excited while holding place command? My dog wants to play with his toy so bad. Well, it all depends what your philosophy is. Um, Settle. I mean, let me just see if we lose enough, enough light over there. Can you see the red bed? That's Utrid. That's a dog. And he's in a really, really calm state of mind. Um, he's inside the house. It's nighttime. It's the end of the day. But even if this was the beginning of the day, he was actually in place at 745 this morning. He hasn't been there the whole day, guys. Um, he was in the same thing. And he hadn't been exercised or worked yet. If you're looking to create a calm dog, then, you know, it's, it's important um, uh, that you would then correct the tail wagging, the head up, ears up, any excitement. Um, there, it's important to install like an on-off switch into your dog. That's, that is, that's our philosophy. I'm a huge advocate of high drive play. Huge advocate. Huge advocate of dog sports huge but i'm also a very big advocate of a dog that's in a house being extremely calm and relaxed next yuzuka hi jane and jay do you correct the tail wet oh i just read that i'm mm -hmm. sorry it's okay craig before green to graduate i had my dog walking even with me he walks very well i'm trying to get him to follow instead but not having much luck using prong and e-collar any tips to get him to follow yeah i mean if you're already doing green to graduate i want you to really focus on the walk the walk um portion of the of the course i really want you to focus on and revisit the spatial pressure section mm -hmm. and i want you to be able to combine mm -hmm. spatial pressure leash pressure and remote pressure to get that dog to disengage. I want the dog to understand the follow mode. What the heck was that? Um, Angela. Um, or maybe the bird flying into a window that was making noise before. Um, I want you to really um, work on that. But you absolutely can do it. Once your dog understands space and spatial awareness, um, you can do it. Um, spatial pressure is the number one way we have for getting dogs to go into follow mode. Next. Sid said Dan and Shay, Joelle, yes. Yep. Hmm. Karen, I have a nine-month GSD that walks at my side but scans. Almost seems fearful. Leash pops with prong, doesn't stop it. I have the green to graduate but maybe miss something. Thanks. Well, let's say you're let's, – let's, I want you to not use the word fearful. Let's just not use the word fearful. Let's use the word distracted, Okay. Let's just start using the word, word distracted. Let's start using phrases like, my dog is not aware of its handler. My dog is distracted. Let's not use the word fearful. It, there's a reason why. Um, because of a mental game that you're going to play with yourself that I don't want you to play with. You can correct scanning. If you get to the remote cower portion, it's going to dramatically help you. Again, Hold on a second. Ange, move the chair up, please. No, I think the front door isn't latched and it's the wind. Oh. Angelo, will you please close the front door? Thank no, you. I need the chair. Oh. Yeah. Um, do the front door too as well, okay? Okay. 
Thank you, honey. Um, uh, I think that um, once you get to, in fact, I'm sorry, I know when you get to the remote cower part, it'll dramatically help. Let's keep in mind, I'm not against scanning dogs. In nine months old, though, we're at a very important part of that dog's life where leash reactivity can start manifesting. It can manifest way before then, but it can really manifest even if your dog has not shown signs of it. And I would hate to see that. And we're going to want to get the, um, we're going to want to get that scanning under control. I'm, if your dog's off leash, scan all at once. On the walk, I wanted to think about it working and I want it to be focused on you. Um, and therefore, I also want the dog a little bit behind you. Next. Crick says, happy birthday, Jeff. Tomorrow. Oh, thank you. Birthday tomorrow. Want to open happy your presents birthday, tonight? Papa. No. Come on. He opens his presents on his birthday. Why not open them a night early? Looking good, Joelle. You have helped me so much. Can never thank you enough. Thank you. Are you ever going to open your birthday presents? Or am I going to have to open them for you tomorrow? On my birthday, which is tomorrow... I will open my presents. Okay. That's why they're called birthday presents. They're not called night before birthday presents or pre-birthday presents. I don't like waiting for gifts. Okay. They're not your gift. They're not your gifts. I know, but I like giving gifts too. Okay. I want you to open them. Great. Karen, how should I stop my puppy from jumping up on someone when they come in the house? Put a leash on your, um, I've got a free video on uh, how to stop a dog from jumping. Um, it's on YouTube. Um, it's free. Um, keep a leash on the dog, brown collar on the dog, give the dog a very firm pop, very firm. How do you stop a dog from jumping up on a person? You apply a punisher. I use the word punishment. Punishment is not abuse. Punishment doesn't mean harm. Punishment is just mint, mint is the opposite of reward. You need to apply a punisher to um, instill an inhibitor to stop and unwanted behavior. These are factual statements. People love to throw science out there. Let's throw science out there. You need to apply a punisher to instill an inhibitor to stop an unwanted behavior. There you go. That's based on fact, not opinion. Next. Karen, I just read that. Oriah, when I first got my dog, I bathed him twice. No problem. But the last two times he became aggressive when I turned the water, tried to wash him. How do I stop this behavior? Do I correct him? If so, how? What's he doing in the water? Getting aggressive when he tries to bathe him. Ooh, that's not good. Uh, muzzle up the dog. Make yourself a bonker. If you know what a bonker is, um, uh, um, the bonker is a cotton towel. You don't have to deploy it. You would literally hold it in your hand. You would say no, and you would bonk the dog. You're going to get a lot of people that are like, oh, Jeff's encouraging you to hit dogs. No, I'm encouraging you to get a, a good bath. Are there other ways to do it? I'm sure there are. Some people put peanut butter on the wall of the bathtub, let the dog eat the peanut butter while you're bathing the dog. I choose to have the dog under voice control by correcting an unwanted behavior. Eating peanut butter off the wall does not stop the unwanted behavior. Okay, next. Skylar, yeah, I know nothing about this other dog, so I'd like this. I'd like to do this the safest way possible. My dog is very energetic, so I'd like to keep him calm at first. Yeah, so that's another thing is like a lot of dogs don't like that energy play. I noticed Sam mentioned too. It's like have the meat in neutral territory, and I agree with that one hundred percent. Sometimes though, you don't have that option where an owner has a backyard. And my philosophy is, it's not the dog's backyard; it's your backyard. Therefore, you set the rules. And we have to make sure that the dog understands that it's your backyard, but that's, it might be too late for that. Again, knowing the other dog, how it responds to high energy is really, really important. Some people don't like that at all. I'm sorry. Some dogs don't like that at all. Next. Sam said to introduce two dogs, is it important that it be in a neutral territory? Yeah. Yes. Thanks, Sam. Yeah. <clears throat> Aki. Hello, guys. How, hope you're having a great day. Yeah. Yeah. It was very productive. Got the drone out. Non-stop. So we're getting getting the my drone. Fried. Getting the drone, you know, up and running and practicing all my maneuvering so we can start uh, getting some drone footage. Next. 
Um, Aki said, do you have videos on teaching the heel position? Like I've seen you call dogs to a heel and they just get in position on their own. Um, I don't know if I have quite a video on that, but if your dog we got definitely have it on teaching heel though. But we have tons of videos on teaching heel. Thanks. A lot of videos on teaching heel. Uh, Green your graduate, Aki, which you own, it teaches heel. As far as calling the dog to a heel, you can use a food lure if you want to. You can do a recall and then do a swing into a heel. You could actually attach a leash to the dog, say heel, and then put the dog in the right position. Um, a lot of times calling to a heel is a food. You can use it as a food um, lure um, protocol. You can also pair it with a remote collar. And then the remote collar stays on until the dog gets into the heel. Um, the, you know, you could also start with the dog in a downstay behind you. You're in front of the dog and then get the dog to just heel to you. That's easier for the dog than it just has to move right up, you know, in, into position. Next. Robert said, open the damn thing. Robert, I'm going to wait until tomorrow until it is my actual birthday. Thank you. Aki uh, said, happy birthday. Thank you. Karen, thank you. We just started Green to Graduate with him. Awesome. Yeah, take Green to Graduate slowly. Take, take, make sure you get through the punishment correction level on the, um, without the remote and then start layering your remote on it. And then obviously if your dog has food drive, use as much food drive as you can. Next. TNE Elite Canine. I'm pulling away from a new client's home. Literally, it's the first time I've met them. I introduced the prong collar and the bonker. I know, right? I even spoke of you two. Thanks for everything. You're welcome. So, um, what you can do, um, first of all, TNE, I'm really, really proud of you. You know, what you can do to eliminate any issues like that, does your website actually explain your philosophy? Does it have your prices? Does it have your philosophy on it? Um, does it have, you know, all those things on it? And I think it's really, really important that wouldn't it have been much easier for those folks to determine that prior to you going there, you weren't the right fit. You weren't the right fit. Next. Dahlia, just an update on my counter surfing boxer. He's mm. been doing fabulous. No more surfing, no more begging, no more whining. He even completely ignored the cat pushing the dehydrator with raw meat. He's raw fed and I make treats for him. Here. Onto the floor Udred. the other day. Hold on a second. Udred here. Good boy. Nice. Nope. Um, he ignored the cat. Huh. Dropping raw meats. Wow. He is unfortunately very aware when he has his e-collar on. It will now be on full time from now on. Thank you both for all of your help. I really appreciate it. Um, so number one, I'm proud of you because that means you've done some really good work with the dog. The biggest thing with the e-collar is dogs can definitely become e-collar smart. But the more you put it on as a daily thing, then and then you train every day. What happens is the dog just with or without the collar eventually just goes, well, I just listen to my owner. The biggest thing is people aren't setting their dogs up to fail and they're not working their dogs enough. And they sort of like, like your average college student reads two books. Once they graduate, they're sort of like stopped learning. And we want your dog to always be learning, always be learning. Next. Aki said, you mentioned that being outside in a run can make a dog neurotic. I want to prevent this as long as I'm doing the things you suggested. It should be fine, right? Walks, play, long play, sessions inside. Well, you can do all those things, but your dog can still be spinning around in the run, jumping up on the run, pacing back and forth in the run. Just pay attention to it. There's many dogs that are, that are in runs that just lie down, chill, hang out, fall asleep. Enjoy the sunshine, you know, um, no different than dogs being in the backyard all the time, doing the same stuff, pacing, jumping, barking. So, you know, you absolutely can have proper run behavior, but the remote collar can stop any unwanted run behavior. Next. Robert, I use nonverbal for initial training, the basic stuff, sit down, et cetera. Mm -hmm. I pair the word later on. What are your thoughts? 
my thoughts are if it's working for you, Robert, keep doing it. I mean, we we don't name it till they love we, it. We, we 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 as big of a mouth as I have. If you ever watched a video of me truly training a dog, which a lot of people have not. That's why it always baffles me when people say, I don't like the way Jeff trains. It's like not too many people have actually seen like and I've trained over 10,000 dogs. Like like you haven't really seen like my start to finish and you really haven't seen how I stop, you know, bad behaviors in the moment or like prepare for them. Um, people are just getting little snippets and then they're basing opinions. So a lot of as big of a mouth as I have um, a lot, a lot of times we start dogs off just very non-verbally and just by whether it's luring or using leash pressure, compulsion, um, with no words. So the bigger issue is, does it work for you? Does it work for you? You know, I am not the gatekeeper of what's right and wrong. Um, I do express my opinions on a lot of things because I've seen things just not work and be a waste of time. And I'm like, why are you wasting your time? Just do this instead. I want you to get, um, um, I want you to get, you know, good results quicker. So if I see that something would take you four months to do it, I'm like, well, you could actually do it in four days or four minutes, or four hours. So, you know, why not do that? So, but if it's works for you, Robert, you know, keep it up. Kudos. Next. Hockey said, of course, I know it's my choice and I do what fits my lifestyle. I just want to do things right. I know you do, Aki. And, and we, I think the bottom line is, you know, we all want to do what's right. Um, just keep an eye on it. Just keep an eye on it. That's all I can say. Keep an eye on it. Next. Debbie, Joelle, I know you're coming out with the five-day e-collar videos. Do you have a price so I can budget for it? Mm. It's going to be $111. Yeah. It's a steal. It really is Complete a steal. steal. But we want to help as many people as yeah. possible. It's a Zoom, so it's unlimited seats. Literally, we could have 1,000 people on there. Like, let's go. What are you waiting for? So the thing is, is that the amount of information like i i belong to um not facebook groups i can't stand most of those but i belong to different organizations that that not organizations but i buy memberships into you know advanced learning on a lot of things whether it's just state of mind for myself or learning of 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 like i'm about to buy a ai technology thing because i'm really interested in that for for how it can help, you know, social media and business. And like, there's all kinds of stuff that, that we spend money on. Um, and when you, when you are trying to create a social media presence, instead of spending, you know, a year trying to master something, why not just get it done in, you know, a weekend? Um, that's worth the money, in my opinion. Next. Aki said thanks for all the answers. Oh, you're welcome, Aki. Debbie said thanks. I'm in. You're welcome. Awesome. We'll see you there, Debbie. We'll see you there. Make sure you're on our email list and you have notifications turned on for our Instagram posts so you do not miss when the doors open. Yeah. January 27th is when the course will go for sale. And it will be for sale for 10 days or something. And that's it. And then doors close. This course will not be on the academy afterward. So if you right. don't attend live, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. You'll get the replay if you attend live, so you can go back and watch it yeah. whenever you want. But won't exist. It's not going to be one that just sits on the platform. Excuse me. Yeah. So get on there. Yep. Yeah. We're going to be doing. By the way, we're going to be doing more and more things like this. Yeah. Uh, Mohanad said, "I am from the state of Iraq. Can I find friends here?" Well, this isn't exactly a networking um, site, but we do have a very popular Iran, Iraq, Syrian, Israel, Middle Eastern presence over there, Turkey. Um, so, but this is a dog training Q&A. So if you're looking for friends, you might be in the wrong place. Um, if you're looking for help for your dog, um, you're in the right place. Next. Sam said, took dogs to the groomer yesterday. One reason he wanted to charge more was that the bitch is mean. Said she snarled and growled in the crate at everyone that walked by. 
that is so not her nature. I can't even imagine it. Any ideas what could cause that? Well, I'm more concerned why he wanted to charge more for that. I mean, if I charged extra for a dog being an asshole, I'd be a millionaire. You know, I mean, I think that it's um, what you can do instead is if you just muzzled up the dog or found another groomer, um, what could have done it? Who was the dog next to? What was going on in the shop? A lot of grooming shops are chaos. What kind of energy was going on? Or is the person just full of shit and wants to charge more money? Next. Craig, having a dilemma. My dog scrapes his feet after potty and is tearing up my grass. Should yep. I correct instincts? Mm -hmm. It's instincts for dogs to bite things too. I think it's probably instinctual for a dog to take a shit on your freaking family room floor. <laughs> Right? It's probably instinct for you to, for your dog to piss on the side of the couch. It's instinct for dogs to jump up on counters and steal things. It's instinct for dogs to bark out the front window. So, dogs that do the spreading of scent, we often correct. Next. Yuzuka, I tried to play with a ball today, but my dog lunges, growls at a soccer ball. He pants and gets too excited. He's out command and he started to whine. How can I teach him to not to be less crazy about balls? Well, you sort of do what you just did. You also can start working on impulse control, putting dogs in downs or place and throwing balls around. Also, slowly rolling balls and having the dog, you know, get them. I mean, usually ball play is usually a high drive activity. So you, you usually utilize that for high drive activities. Um, if it gets obsessive, you just tell the dog to out and then just take the ball away and the game is over. Um, but there's a time and a place for it. That's for sure. Next. Uh, Oriah, I usually wash my dog at Petco self-wash. Do you think I would be kicked out if I corrected my dog for trying to bite me while washing him? Would I be better off washing him at home for now? Probably, or just muzzle up your dog. Muzzle up your dog. You can practice, you can practice at home. I mean, your dog... I mean, a lot of dogs don't like to be bathed, but it all depends on the setup. But I would practice in role play the washing at home and get all your corrections done there next. But I, I, will, I will assure you that if you talk to any groomer, they correct dogs for trying to bite them. Mm -hmm. So next. Cheryl, you're fairly quiet when training from what I see. Yeah, I mean, most people associate with me being loud, and, and I can be, but I'm a little bit mellow today. I'm pretty tired. I've got a new routine. Start at the beginning of the year where I'm I'm trying to get to the gym as close to 4 a.m. as possible. Um, uh, and then my days are just filled up with lots of stuff. Um, but uh, I tend to be more on the neutral side. When you see me excited and rant, especially on this morning's podcast when I rant, you know, yeah, people have to really understand that that's a, a, a social media uh, persona, pretty much. Um, I, I, I just feel that being dry and neutral, like I'm a little, like I am a little bit tonight, it's really not the, 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 the best way to, you know, get people to pay attention. Kim, we've had some medicine setbacks, nothing horrible, but my attention is focused on these issues. He's now regressing back into noncompliance. And frankly, I am worn out on my last nerve at times, SOS. Medicine for you or the dog? Not being the dog, not me, family. The dog's having medicine yeah. setbacks? I mean, if the dog is not cognitively there, if that's what the medicine affects or if it's for discomfort or pain, um, I mean... But even, Kim, even without that, there's there's the roller coaster ride of dog training where dogs do go up and down, but I'm not quite sure. I don't recall what the exact issue is. Um, but don't take a break if you want to. Try not to be too disheartened. It happens. Kim, does the affiliate program include the upcoming live e-caller training? No. 
No. That's that, only for courses that are going to be sold on the right, academy. Right. Those are for academy courses. Yeah. yeah those the are live for is like its own separate thing. Yeah. 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 Austin, any specific dog breeds that make good companions for a very high energy pit bull? We have one dog right now and want a second, but are nervous about introducing a new dog if the energies don't match. Well, I don't know if it's a breed. I think it could be more of a dog. I mean, your dog could be best friends with a Jack Russell. Mm. You know? Your dog could be best friends with, you know, a Labradoodle. That, that's where I guess you'll have to do trial and error and meet a bunch of dogs. But don't let anybody tell you that a certain breed is right for your dog. That's just, that's, that, that's either unethical or they're trying to sell you something, you know, I, but then again, do you have control over your dog? I mean, or are you using the word high energy as an excuse for not training? Don't get offended. I own high energy dogs that play with high energy, but some people have got out of control dogs that they're just like, I want a companion for that dog. And that's a recipe for a dog fight sometimes. Next. Sam said the full of shit explanation is my first impression. For his dog growling at the groomer. He thinks he's lying. Oh, yeah. Sam, um, unethical behavior knows no bounds in this industry. Next. Carissa, update. I'm heading to New Orleans Sunday for the Good Dog Shadow Program. Oh, congratulations. Super excited to continue my training and personal business development journey, which I started with you too, summer of 21. Nice. And I've kept my hair shaved since then. <laughs> thanks for oh, everything. Who is that, you, yeah. <laughs> thanks for everything you all do to help dogs, owners, and fellow trainers. Good. You'll have a good time there. Happy for you, Chris. Yeah. Tell, tell, tell Marta I said hi and tell Sean to go fuck himself, which is a joke if anybody knows the relationship I have with Sean, and he'll think it's funny too. Aki, on that topic, my dog was a bit annoying with nail care. Your course changed him in literally three sessions. He's no longer being a pain in the ass with Dremel and Clipper. Yeah, we have a, we have a gr- we have a great nail cutting course, and um, so it good. is it's the, life changing. It is a battle royale. If so, if you have a dog out there that wants to rip your head off, I'll link you guys. It to takes that three people to hold on to your dog. And you don't want to spend months counter conditioning your dog. And you want to be like, um, who's that, Aki that said that? Mm-hmm. And get it done in three sessions, which is all of what, 30 minutes. This is the course for you. This dog was out to kill. And boy, it wasn't pretty, but this dog was lying on its side with, with no extra handlers, getting its dog, getting its nails dremeled. Really, really nice. Next. Oh, Kim said, she said medicine, but it was supposed to be medical setbacks. That's Thumper, who we just did the one-on-ones with. Oh, 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 oh. Damn. Oh, I'm sorry to hear about that. Yeah. Got to address that. That's that's not good. Sorry to hear that. This is the thing that really, you know, I've been doing this for 20 years and, and, uh, I got clients that I, they're the OG clients that they don't even have the same dogs anymore. And, or some of them will write me an email saying, Oh, do you remember so-and-so from 11 years ago just passed? And thank you so much for a great 11 years, great quality of life. We changed our life. And I'm like, when you do this for a long time, you see a lot of dogs come and go. I've seen, you know, I, I lost three dogs in the last 18 months myself, um, old age and sickness, you know, and, uh, Joelle lost one of her dogs, and yeah, I guess it's been pretty rough for us four dogs. It's been really yeah. shitty. Yeah. This is why I'm like, no more dogs. But meanwhile, I'll be getting another dog soon. I'm done. No, you're not. Next. My next animal will be a hamster. The, if no, that, well, maybe a fish. If I get another dog, you're going to love that damn dog, and you know it. So stop. Next. But when it's your dog, it can keep somewhat of a emotional separation. Okay. Not really, though. I cried like a baby when girl died. Yep. Dorota, hi. By correcting on e-collar, when my dog rushes towards a dog or human, do you think my dog will understand what he's being punished for and will at the same point ignore dogs and people by default? Recall aside, I mean specifically him actively ignoring so that I don't even have to recall. 
Right. So that's a really, really good question. Social media says no. Social media says the dog won't understand. I highly disagree with that. But I will say training and timing are important. We absolutely train dogs if wanted to ignore people and dogs and to not rush towards them, to not walk towards them, to not even notice them. And if you think about it, someone will say, well, that seems a little bit mean. And I'm like, really? Joelle and I walk, we're down to two dogs. We walk our dogs off leash with Angelo. He's off leash too. Um, every night. We're not going to do it tonight. We did it. We did it earlier today. And we did a lot of, we did a lot of actually exercise today with the dogs. And we'll pass neighbors. Like we'll pass neighbors like, mm-hmm. like, you know, everywhere. Cornbread. We'll pass, you know, we'll pass cornbread, you know. And uh, uh, it's a neighbor with a bumper sticker, you know. Raise hell and eat cornbread. Raise hell and eat cornbread on the back of their car. <laughs> That's the most southern thing you ever yeah. heard. And it's a it's a bunch of guys that sit outside. And our, see, this is the thing in, in in down in Florida here. A lot of people turn their garages into like, like the hangout room, little hangout rooms. Some of them actually have official. They've got bar. They got bars and fucking disco lights. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's a couple that's about five houses down that plays. Uh, what's that beanbag thing? They play cornhole and um, a lot of people are out there drinking and having a barbecue and, you know, we'll stop by and we'll talk and our dogs just don't even care. Don't even care. They'll go off and maybe sniff in the yard. Um, And the people will even try to call the dogs to them. Like, come here. The only neighbor he loves now is that woman who plays stick fetch with him. He like runs and greets her now. What, Vince's grandmother? No, the lady right next to Aaron and Nikki. Oh yes. Susan. He like loves her. So yeah. Um, so we just moved to this neighborhood. So, um, and, uh, we had a great neighborhood and, um, so just think about that concept. You could be meeting people, talking to people and your dogs really don't care. You see people on the streets and it's easy just for you to just be like, walk by and your dogs just don't care. Even if the dog's barking at them. So we're really big on correcting that behavior next alessandro said i love the morning tone of your show that's good to hear um you're probably gonna as many people that say they hate it um the bottom line is my morning show wake the fuck up with jeff wake the fuck up with jeff well what do you think the tone's going to be it's going to be rants It's going to be shock. It's going to be some yelling and in your face and calling it like it is. It's going to be the ultimate in non-sugarcoating. It's going to be the truth. It's going to be like, what is wrong? But it's also going to be extremely helpful. This morning show, which is available on YouTube, we talked about working a dog through fear. Very helpful show. But a lot of people will disagree Mm. tremendously with it. But for some weird reason, it keeps working for us. Next. Robert, I have a dog sent to me from Memphis, Tennessee. He was a fighting dog. I've done this before, rehab these dogs, but it has taken months. I'm planning on using the e-collar this time around, mm. see if it speeds up reducing dog aggression. I'm thinking using it after he has gone through all the basic training mm-hmm. and then layering it and then use it to teach consequences for his aggression. What do you think? Well, Robert, here's a, here's a different take. Here's a different take. The dog comes into your facility, leash on, remote on, prong collar on, maybe even a muzzle on have him around another dog, let him go after the other dog. Give him the highest correction that you can before you teach him anything. Before you teach him anything. Before you build a relationship. 
right off the bat, you've taught this dog going after other dogs is a big no-no. Think about that concept. The reason why I, I suggest that, number one, we do that and it's highly effective. The marketplace says build a relationship first. The thing is, I don't want to build a relationship. I want the dog hot. Once I build a relationship, I, I, Joelle, one of our trainers, might not get the true reaction. We might not get any reaction out of the dog. Mm -hmm. The dog actually might not fight with other dogs, especially dogs on your property that it sees every day. But imagine if the dog comes in hot and it doesn't even know you or care about you, you put, you set up all your safety protocols. We have an educational session. Now we start our training. Now we start building the relationship. Just think about that angle, Robert. Next. Amar, do you have a video on using the boost feature on the mini educator or is there a recommended boost level you usually use? I made my first e-cower e video before I think about almost anybody did. Not an ego statement, but most people like don't talk about e-cowers, even those that use them. Um, and it showed how to use boost. I don't use boost. I prefer not to use boost. I recommend to my clients not to use boost. I like manual dial up. There is a manual that shows you how to use boost. And if you go to eCower Technologies, I believe they have some stock videos on how to set it up and how to use it and how to go from say, it goes from five to 60. Um, um, it explains how to, how to do it. I'd rather just manually find the number um, through, through, trial and, through trial and error. Next. Yuzuka, thanks for answering my questions. I'll practice with my dog to be less crazy about balls. Well, or Yuzuka, just have a better on-off switch. Mm -hmm. I personally love my dogs being crazy about Chuck it. Yeah. Wes whines. He pants. I, he I, I love it. I love, I love throwing the ball in the ocean. And I love my dogs running down the beach and flying into the water, chasing that ball. And if they can't find it, they're like, where's that ball? Where's that ball? And they go for it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I've owned dogs who have run into trees fallen over, gotten up and go, where the fuck's the ball and gotten the ball. I love it. But when I say we're done, we're done. Those are the rules. Next. Flipping architect. What is your advice for letting your dog play with strangers dogs outside? Never do it or supervise an introduction first or just let them play. Um, number two, door number two. Um, I think we have to be really, really careful See, this is the, this is, who asked that question? Flipping Architect. See, flipping Architect. Welcome to the show, by the way. Welcome to the show. Um, you're brand new. Um, 20 years. 20 years of working with aggressive dogs. So my opinion is based on my knowledge base. Meanwhile, there's millions of dogs out there that can meet for the first time and have a great time. There's millions of dogs. I hate dog parks. Can't stand dog parks. Millions of dogs go to dog, dog parks with no problem. Knowing that I'm the guy that gets the dogs that had the bad first experience, my professional opinion is going to be slow and steady, exist first, see how it goes. Next. Jamie, when I put the e-car on my cheese, they immediately go to their bed and won't move all day. No eating, no playing, nothing until I remove them. Once I do, they go back to their normal selves. Please help. I don't know how you started the dogs on the remote. 
I don't know if you went right to correction. I don't know if you did our four-step approach, which we show in our green to graduate, which will prevent all of that. I don't know. It's possible that you overcorrected for something. It's possible that you're only using it for punitive and not for all the fun, wonderful things we can do with obedience training, which we demonstrate. Let's flip that a little bit. Let's flip it a little bit. You ready? We've worked with dogs that when they come out of their kennel and they can't run around and they actually have to just do basic obedience and they just have a slip lead on them. They're miserable as fuck and they do the same thing. Because people are going to say it's the shock collar, right? Well, now is it the slip lead? Or what, what tool would you... And with that particular dog, with that particular dog that I'm talking about, you get to decide any tool you want. We'll use a harness. Okay, we'll use a harness. Dogs can do the same thing. Some dogs just don't like to work. We use higher value food. Okay. How about if I told you the dog didn't care? See, this is the thing. When somebody has a dog and it works, they assume it works for every dog. But when you work with lots of dogs, you realize that's rarely, the, the, I don't want to say rarely, there's that good percentage that it doesn't work. So what do you do? You got to get creative. What do I mean by creative? There is a concept of you make the dog work. You force the dog to work, which nobody wants, excuse me, I'm going to itch my nose, which nobody wants to talk about. Nobody wants in the whole force-free world, if we flip it and say, use force to train on non-compliant dogs, that's a big no-no out there. But I'm a big cheerleader for it. And I am very outspoken about it. I have no problem using force when needed. I have no problem using pain when needed. But we have to put that into context. What am I trying to stop a dog from doing? Am I trying to keep this dog alive? Is this dog biting children? Is this dog putting dogs in the hospital? Is this dog running out into the street? Is this dog trying to bite me? So we need context to a lot of this stuff. So I would learn more leash compulsion skills. Next. Flipping Architect also said follow-up when is play between dogs too rough mm. or aggression. I have a dog that loves to play, but some people's dogs get very aggressive with him, and yeah. I don't know when to cut off the playing. See, that's the problem, Flipping Architect. That's the problem is, like, we have something called the out command, which... Out command, we use in a lot of different contexts. We use it for dropping something. We use it for literally get out of here, like get out of here. Like if a dog was came up to me right now and I was doing a show, I would say out and the dog would just go away. We could also use it for two dogs playing. If we say out, they actually separate. We have a, actually a great video. Maybe we can find it and post it. Which one? The one of the two dogs playing tug and someone said out. <sighs> So long ago, yeah. Two dogs were playing tug with a rope toy. Mutual, you know, we, we let dogs play at our facility. And all of a sudden we said out. They immediately both dropped the toy and they walked away from each other. That's the best example of out. The problem is your dog could be great at it and the other dog could suck at it. So that, it can be rough. It can be rough. I'm not going to, I don't want to dissuade you from finding a really good playmate for your dog. Just want you to be aware of a bunch of different, just a bunch of different things. And a lot of dogs out there are assholes, but guess what? A lot of dogs out there are not assholes. So I guess you got to find the not asshole dogs. But if your dog is playing rough, you need to make sure you've got good control over your dog. Next. Linda, the vet has to sedate Otis to get his nails clipped. Where can I see that course on nail clipping? It's a per you purchase it on the Academy. Joel, I'll put up the link, but if you go to academy.solidcaninetraining.com, it's, 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 it's a $97 course. And I, I struggle with the whole sedation thing. Number one, it costs money. Um, you may struggle with the course. It's very invasive. 
there are very firm corrections, punishers during the first couple of sessions. Very firm. But Ten seconds of corrections over the course of the dog's life of nail cutting, I would say that's a fair trade-off. Instead of having a sedated dog, gas money, um, dogs could die under sedation. Um, also, the dog doesn't learn. Next. Caroline, no question, but I want to say thank you for helping people and their dogs. The care you have for your community shows, and it's so nice to see you actually care. Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, I, I, you can thank Barb and Irv Gelman for that one. All right. Next. Um, let's see. Aki said, by the way, I'm the one on Instagram with the gray fluffy terrier. I share videos frequently tagging you guys. Oh, oh thank, yeah. Oh, thank awesome. you, Aki. You're wonderful. I appreciate it, Aki. Yeah. Truly do. Connie, does your green course help with anxiety? My GSC has to oh. be sedated just for the vet to listen to his heart. He goes crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Green to graduate. Okay. <laughs> Here's something really interesting. Correcting your dog actually lessens anxiety. Applying a punisher to your dog lessens anxiety. But green to graduate is not all about punishment. But the green to graduate course is going to change the relationship you have with your dog. Absolutely. Absolutely. Next. I cannot, I cannot stress how big the Green to Graduate course is. Next. TNE said, currently my website does not have my philosophy. That mm. has some information, of course, but as soon as I get home, guess what? It will have my philosophy. You I know, take absolutely every suggestion from you. You know, TNE, I also do business consulting, so feel free to book a consult with me. You don't have to, but I do business, business consulting as well. Um, one of the things is um, make a video of yourself. As soon as you, as soon as we go to whatever www.tnek9.com, and you pop up, your face pops up with you talking. Just welcome to the page. Thank you so much. This is what I do. These are the tools I use. And then underneath your FAQs, have an FAQ section. Answer all the most popular questions and don't be embarrassed. Yep, I use I use a shock collar or a remote collar call, what you're comfortable with. Yes, I correct dogs. Mm -hmm. Yes, I also use food. You know, explain, explain where the dog sleeps, how long the sessions are, you know, what, what happens in an emergency, you know, things like that. Next. Shelly, I love your morning show as well. Makes me laugh. Good way to wake up. I agree with all you say. Keep it up. Thanks. Thank you. Robert said that is an interesting response. Thank you. That makes so much sense. Yeah, it, 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 thank you, Robert. It's, it, it goes against the grain, and we didn't always do that. We, we used to do what you do. We used to do what you do. But the problem we found was the dogs weren't being aggressive, which is cool, right? Oh, wow, I fixed the problem till they got home, till they got home. So the dog builds the relationship with you is because once you start putting the first exercise we do, the very first exercise we do, if a dog doesn't try to kill us is crate drills, how to go properly into your crate and come out of your crate, which includes pausing and permission based. You've already started the relationship building. Next. Kim said, how do I find the affiliate program? Are you still offering this and are you finding people are using it? Yeah. Um, excuse me. Yes, they are using it. And Joel just put up the um, link. It's um, solidcanineacademy.com slash affiliates with an S. And if people want to know what it is, is when you when you sign up for the affiliate course, it automatically will create links for you. There's a back end, a back office end to help you um, uh, promote those links. You make 40% of your sales. Now, a lot of dog trainers without big, huge egos actually are, while they have a client, still promoting our courses and they're still holding out to the client. It just added value. Next. Kim, you guys helped me get my dog to not pay any mind to other dogs. We mm. taught him that nothing good will come of it. This is, was a very reactive dog. Yeah, I think it's important just in general. I mean, I just want to take my dogs everywhere. I mean, tomorrow 
why don't we take um i think i think unleash why don't why, why don't we take utrid to uh the cafe that angelo likes why don't we do that tomorrow all right tomorrow we're sunday sure. let's, let's do that and and you'll and you'll see the benefit of a dog not giving a shit about its environments and this will be day three of training we can get your pecan pie there okay. for your birthday oh nice Next. I don't know if they have pecan pie. Maybe. I probably. I might not want pecan pie. They have carrot cake. It's fucking delicious. Mm. I want you to pick out. You always do. I sit outside. I'm not going to eat a dessert. It's your birthday. Okay. All right. It's 7 o'clock. Dorota said about correcting running towards people or dogs. I have to correct the hell out of that. All the positive bullshit means nothing when the alternative is my dog rushing into the wrong dog. But would you correct the loading stage or when the dog is already running? I think I should make that behavior suck, so I should let him make that mistake, right? Yes, we do both. The first time we do we the first time we do actively engaging, and then the second time we do thinking about it. And also we do a lot of reward-based training, but it won't stop behavior. You can shake your fucking treat bag or you can shake your butt, dog ain't coming back. Next. <clears throat> flipping architect thanks for the response love the show referred from my trainer in northern ontario i just had a bad experience with a dog that bit mine in the middle of playing uh, and it was a that. real wake-up moment yeah that <clears throat> sucks thank thank your trainer for us so sorry that that happened um so sorry that that happened next sam said hey jeff are you going to do a political podcast i hope so and i'm looking forward to it sam if i do You'll be the first one to know. Um, I want I, there's I, not just political. I want to do one on just like you know, just talk about lots of stuff. Uh, I'm not sure yet. I'm not sure yet. Next, Donald, have you ever thought about mentoring shelter workers? A lot of them lack skills and don't have the funds. You know. Um, Yes, I have. And yet I've done it in the past. I've done a ton of pro bono work. Um, I've also found shelter workers, a lot of them just not interested. If a shelter worker took the time to watch any of our 5,000 videos, 50,000 posts, listen to my show, ask questions, they actually even wouldn't even need a mentorship. If, my, if shelter workers watched one video of mine, they would become better handlers. And that doesn't seem to always happen. So I have more than enough free opportunity for shelter workers to go down the rabbit hole to make their job and the dog's life better. I'm not seeing it in mass, though. Next. What up, man? How do I begin to stop whining when I ask for a sit or down in public spaces? The yeah. dog seems to be very impatient. Dogs' anticipation levels are too high. Yeah, remote collar. Remote collar. Next. Sam, I just want to say thank you, guys. Just your free content alone has done more for me than all other trainers on TV and social media put together. Uh, Y'all are fantastic. Thank you, Sam. Really appreciate it. Last one. Robert says, counterintuitive seems to be something we learn with working with dogs. They are not humans. Thank yeah. You so much. Yeah. I mean, a lot of, it's funny because <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I, I've got a lot to learn, but a lot of what I've been teaching has been poo pooed for the last 20 years. And now I'm finding it that it's the norm. A, a lot. I mean, do you know that place command, when we used to promote place command, we were ridiculed publicly, ridiculed. Like ridiculed, we still are, but I mean, it, but in mass, we were in mass. And it's just really funny how popular it is, you know? So anyway, um, I hope everyone's doing fantastic. Everybody have a fantastic day. Did you have something to say, my man? Yes, I want to plug my podcast. Okay, come here and plug your podcast. And also it's my thing to say bye at the end of all your podcasts. Okay, go ahead. Plug I it. love doing it. So next Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, me and Papa are going to do a podcast on Egyptian mythology. I'm waiting for the Greek, the um, African mythology podcast. Fine, I'll study up. Thank you so much. I love you, buddy. Okay, see you later. Oh.
Oh, and you can see it on Facebook and YouTube. <laughs> and bye-bye. And he's looking for sponsors, by the way. What? Oh, by the way, one more thing before we go. Yeah. As, I men- as I mentioned on Wednesday's podcast, which was two days ago, which is when the dog was here for less than 24 hours and couldn't hold command for five uh, uh, seconds. The dog did break once, full disclosure. But there he is. Still in place, no leash, no collar, no remote, nothing. You, But you heard when he broke and I had to call him back. But not bad for day two of training. Not bad at all. Madly in love with you guys. Um, if you want to know how to do that, it ain't rocket science. Our green graduate shows it. And um, we really care about you. We really love you. Um, Share this with people. So many people are struggling. They don't know where to go. Um, I don't expect people to agree or like everything I have to say, but knowledge is born in this podcast. All right. Yeah. If you guys found even one piece of information in this podcast that was valuable, can you just share it? Just share it. Just share it on like, your just Instagram like or whatever. Yeah. Take a screenshot, tag us. We appreciate yeah. the love. Yeah. It's not because, and we don't make money off this podcast. It's, it's, <clears throat> if we can give more people hope that their dogs can actually be helped. And if we can just get the right information, not just by us, but from other people out there. Because dogs right now, we're in a critical time where dogs are really, really struggling. All right. Madly in love with you guys. Everybody have a fantastic day. I'll see some people this weekend on um, Instagram subscriptions. You'll be seeing a lot of me this weekend. If you are an Instagram subscriber, you will see a lot of me this weekend. And you'll be seeing a lot of Joelle because she's going to be giving out tips on social media and um We'll talk about a lot of different things. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye.